Welcome to episode 89 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today we are answering the question, do businesses or social media platforms owe their customers anything? Stick around for the answer. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right. So do businesses or social media platforms owe their customers anything? You're a customer. Do you think that you are owed something by all of the businesses and social media platforms that you're a customer for? Let's talk about that. Number one, this podcast episode is inspired content. And sometimes I do come up with topics on my own. In fact, most of the time I come up with topics on my own. But sometimes they will be inspired by an event that happened, something that I witnessed, something that I heard about, that I saw, that I read about, something that I experienced in some way. And that's what this episode is. This episode comes from a clubhouse room that I was in and participated in, and I thought, there's more here, and I'm going to do a podcast episode on it. So here we go. All righty. So for the purposes of this episode, we're going to call a customer, a buyer, or a user, they don't have to exchange money, a buyer or a user of a product, a program, or a service, okay? A buyer or a user. So Nike, for example, you would be a customer of Nike because you would have bought the app, you would have used the app. You would have bought one of their shoes or used one of their shoes or shirts or basketballs. For example, we had several Nike basketballs that I remember in the house. So that's what I consider a customer of a company like Nike. In terms of social media, the customers would be people who have an account on the app, on the platform. They have an account there on the social media platform and they may or may not pay for advertising. So they don't have to be a payer of advertising. They could simply consume the content there for free. Okay. So they could be a content creator. They could be a user of the app, just reading, watching the videos, watching the TikToks, whatever it is. They could be a follower. They could be a content creator. They could be an advertiser. They might be all of those things or some of those things. All right. So there's an example of of a product-based business and a service-based business, customers there, and then also social media. All right. So the number one question I want you to think about is who owns that business? Who owns the business? Who owns the social media platform? Who is it? Well, somebody created that business. Maybe it was more than one person. Maybe it was a group of people on an app. They're usually considered the creator or the developer of the app. And then there also might be investors. So people who invested in the company, they are part owners of the company too. Just like when you buy a share of stock, you do own 
a portion of that company. All right. So that's who owns the business or who owns the social media platform. But that's not usually us. In fact, most of the time, it's not us. So you've got the owners, the creators, the developers, the investors, and then there's the rest of us. Well, there's something called transparency that as customers, whether paid or free customers, we have become quite accustomed to. So transparency, a business's transparency, is something that is the current norm, right? We're used to a business being transparent. We expect them to be transparent. We anticipate the transparency, okay? So if you are a, if you own a share of a company, you will get the stock reports. That's part of the deal. The company is, if it's a publicly held company, they have to issue stock reports and they have to send those out every quarter or so to their investors. Well, that's not most people on earth. But if you are one of those people, then you do get that transparency. You do get that report. If you are using an app, for example, let's say Clubhouse. So Clubhouse does, I think, a very nice job of being transparent on the app. Twice a week, they do Clubhouse town halls. Every Wednesday, for those of you who might be new to the app, you might want to write this down. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central, so you might have to figure that out in terms of where you live in the world, but at 8 p.m. Central every Wednesday, they do a town hall that is geared towards people who are newer to the app, people who still have the party hat, who have been on the app for a week or less. So they give like a tour, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here. They give a tour of the app and they will go through the different features and explain how to find them and how to use them. And then they will take questions from the audience, from people who still have the party hat on, people who are newer to the app. So the whole town hall is really focused on people who are newer to the app. Even if you're not new to the app, I think it is a wonderful reminder. And the questions are always really helpful, I think. So that is Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central. Well, The developers of the app, so Paul and Rohan, they also do a second town hall every single week. They do a town hall on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Central. Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Central. And this town hall is more of what you would typically think of in terms of transparency. So they talk about some of the rooms that have taken place in the last week. They talk about, you know, if if there's been fundraisers for global events or, you know, really important people in the world who have come on the app and different types of conversations that have taken place. They talk about that. They talk about the features that have rolled out most recently. They talk about features that they're currently working on and features that we can expect in the next one, two, three weeks so that we know what's coming. And so that's the transparency part where you really get a little bit of some behind the scenes of what's going on in Clubhouse. And so you can know what's coming before it comes, which is really wonderful. I very much appreciate that. Now, even though we have come to expect that as beta testers on apps, I've beta tested dozens of different apps. And even though as beta testers and Clubhouse is still in beta, amazingly, in June of 2021, So as beta testers, we can expect the transparency, but I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, so and I'm not pretending to be a lawyer, 
but I'm not aware of any type of law that says that you've got to be transparent about all this list of things to all of the beta testers on an app. Because I know at least with the couple dozen of of apps that I have beta tested, I've seen all different levels of transparency and all different types of things that the owners of the company have been transparent about. So I don't know that there's a law that you have to be transparent at all or what you have to be transparent about. I don't know. If there's any lawyers out there who do know, feel free to email me and let me know, bonnie at bonnielfrank.com or listener at bonnielfrank.com. I would love to know the answer to that. So transparency is something that we have become accustomed to. But like I said, I don't know that there's a law about it. I don't know that it's mandated in any respect, but I do know that we've come to expect it. We've come to anticipate it. So then comes the question, who can complain? What about when people complain about a business? When people complain about a social media platform, if you're like me and you live in the digital space, you hear people complaining about social media platforms and apps all the time, almost all day long. And I try to stay away from those people. I don't want that negativity in my life. No, thank you. But who can complain? So this is my opinion. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. And I am offering my opinion here. So in my opinion, The people who absolutely have every right under the sun to complain are the owners, the creators, the developers, whatever you want to call those people, of the business, of the app, of the social media platform, and the investors, because they have literally invested their money, and so I think they can complain. Absolutely, 100%. And then there's the rest of us. Now, in the United States, we have this thing called freedom of speech. So we can complain too. But it doesn't necessarily mean that anything is going to change because we don't own that business. We can complain about it. We can even tweet it out when our plane is late. We can tweet it out when our luggage is, is lost. We can tweet it out if we don't like the service at a restaurant. I never do those things, but we could. We have freedom of speech. So we could do that. But you know, it doesn't mean necessarily anything will change. We don't own those companies. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you why I never complain about social media platforms or businesses. I really don't. If you've heard me complain before, it's probably something that's so incredibly small, it's not even worth calling a complaint. I don't think I complain. Okay. This is why I think I don't complain or why I don't complain at all. I don't complain about the lack of features on a social media platform or why one platform has more features or different features than another or why is it that Snapchat has quote unquote all the best filters, you know, whatever. I don't complain about algorithm changes. You'll hear me report about algorithm changes. I will tell my followers when there has been an algorithm change that I know about and how it's changed and what are the current best practices for that social media platform. But you're not going to hear me complaining. I'm not going to be griping about the algorithm change, for example. You are also not going to hear me complaining about the rules that the company has come up with. It's their company. They can come up with whatever rules they want. I'm just here in the sandbox. And that's my point. 
It is not my sandbox. I don't own the sandbox. Zuckerberg owns the sandbox or Dorsey owns the sandbox or uh, Paul and Rohan and the investors own the sandbox. Whoever, it's not me. I don't own any of those three sandboxes and yet I can use all three of those sandboxes and many others. I can play in them as much as I want every single day, 24-7 to my heart's content and I get to play for free. Yes, I could, quote unquote, pay to play, air quotes around that. I could pay to play like you hear all the time with a Facebook ad, an Instagram ad, a LinkedIn ad, a whatever ad. I could pay to play, but I don't have to. All right. So these are the five reasons I do not complain about businesses or particularly about social media platforms. Number one, like I said before, it's not my sandbox. I don't own it. It's not mine. Number two, it's free. It really is free. I don't care what you say. It's free. The ads are a choice. You don't ever have to advertise. I personally cannot remember the last time I advertised. I have done Facebook and Instagram ads before. I just don't do them very often, which is why I can't remember the last time I did one. All right. Number three, reason why Bonnie does not complain, it is a global platform. It's a global one, which means I can reach people from all over the world. Well, that's a whole lot more than I'm ever going to reach from screaming on a street corner or presenting on any stage anywhere. These are global platforms. You can reach as many people as you want all over the world. And number four, It's 24-7. It's not that it opens and closes and there's only certain hours of operation. No, it's 24-7, 365, except for the very few. And let's be honest, people, there really are very few times that any of the major platforms go down for any reason, for some sort of, I don't know, technical problem, mercury retrograde, fill in the blank of whatever type of problem they may have experienced. There are very, very few of them. And number five, I can monetize the darn thing. Yes, I can monetize that social media platform even without putting in money for advertising. So yes, you really can monetize it without placing ads. And I have. I have monetized successfully every single social media platform I have ever been on. Every single live streaming platform I have ever been on, every single platform I have ever beta tested, I monetized it. And some of those platforms never got out of beta. You never saw the light of day for those platforms, but I monetized them even in the short time that they were around. So yes, you can absolutely monetize them. And what is number six? That answer is C numbers one through five. In other words, just keep looking at those responses. That's why I don't complain. These are not, that's not my business. It's not, I don't own the company. I don't own the social media app. And yet I can do all of these things for free any day I want, every single day if I want, as much as I want. And the ads are a choice. That is unheard of. That is amazing. I don't know about you. Maybe you guys know how to create apps. Maybe you know how to create social media platforms. I do not. I've never created either of those things. So I do rely on other people to create them. And then 
I simply monetize them, every single darn one. So what are you supposed to do? So here I am, I'm saying, hey, use it or don't, but don't complain. And here's all these logical reasons why I don't complain. So now what are you supposed to do? Well, number one, yeah, use it or don't use it. You don't have to be on any of these platforms. You don't have to be on all of these platforms. You never have to open an account on any social media platform ever. I think my life has certainly been enhanced a great deal monetarily, personally, professionally by every one of these social media platforms, but you can live a perfectly lovely life without social media. So use it or don't use it. That's one choice. Another choice is if you are going to use it, be strategic with how you use it, with when you use it, and with how much you use it. In other words, how much time you're spending on it. And now that smartphones can totally keep track of our screen time and remember every second we are on that phone and break it down to how much time we're on particular different apps, you can easily, without any effort whatsoever, you can track how much time you're actually spending on them. The number one thing to remember, the most important thing to remember of all of this is that my suggestion my best practices suggestion for you is to only be where you know your current target audience is living. So wherever your target audience is hanging out online, those are the only places or the only place where I would say, yeah, you really do need to be there. Or yes, you should be there because that's where your audience is. So it would make sense. You could monetize that or monetize you know, more than one monetize those social media platforms. So yes, that makes sense. But you only need to be those particular places wherever your target audience is currently living. Don't try to drag them from one platform to the other like they're a stuffed animal. You're just going to drag them along everywhere you go. No, you go to them. Don't make them come to you. That's silly because they're not all going to come. So you go to where you know they're already hanging out online and then use those platforms very strategically. And number one, number one, number one thing, provide them value. So you've got to know your target audience. You've got to hang out where they are and you've got to be providing them valuable content every single day. Every single day, you've got to be providing them valuable content. If you do not provide them valuable content, they'll never engage. They'll never follow you. And if they do follow you, they'll certainly never engage. They're not going to like, they're not going to comment, they're not going to share, they're not going to save, they're not going to archive, they're not going to shout you out on social media, they're not going to, you know, put you in their stories, they're not going to tell their friends and neighbors about you, they're not going to do a darn thing because you're not valuable for them. You're not providing any valuable content. So know your audience, hang out where they're already hanging out and provide them value every single time. If you want more help with any of this, with your business, with your social media, with your marketing, feel free to sign up for a free chat. So I have three different types of chats and you will see them when you go to bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash talk to Bonnie, all lowercase, all one word, you know, no spaces, whatever. Put that in the URL and you will get to my scheduling page, and then you'll see the three types of free talks that I have. 
And if you sign up for the business breakthrough, you get two of those a year. And I really do keep track. You can also get a tour of the back end of my website if you're interested in Kajabi. Those are not people who have never heard of Kajabi. Those are people who are ready to ask me questions about Kajabi. That's what the Kajabi tour is. And the other is if you're interested in coaching, and you can read about that in each of the things. So bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie and feel free to sign up for a chat if you would like some more help. I think the more you know your audience and the more value you give them, the easier time you will have every single day in your business. In my opinion, what I have seen over the past seven years and thousands of people that I've coached from all over the world, my last count was 15 different countries, so I don't know what the count is now. I really, I should go back and count, but I haven't. So from all the people I've coached, I have never come across one person who truly knew, who really did know their target audience because they really didn't know their ideal client avatar. And that is the number one reason why people have holes in their business. Because then that valuable content that you're putting out there, all that time and energy you're putting into all of those posts, all the videos, all the TikToks, all the podcast episodes, all your rooms on Clubhouse, all the live streams, all the whatever tweets, whatever it is, all that time and energy you're putting into that content is mm, a little bit wasted energy because you're not 100% sure what to say because you're not 100% sure who you're supposed to be talking to. So when people really do know their target audience and they speak to them in a way that they can understand that their target audience can understand what they're saying. So you're speaking the language of your target audience and you're speaking to them in the places where they already live online and you're giving them valuable content, you will have a winning, growing, and incredible business every single time. Most people don't really know who their target audience is. So I'm happy to help you if you need help in that area or any other area, feel free to reach out to me. I already told you about the chat link. And then you can also feel free to email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. Or if you've got a question or comment, feel free to leave it on my SpeakPipe. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page on my website, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. And right there in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. And if you just push that button and start talking into your mobile device or your laptop, whatever it is that you're looking at, my podcast page on, if you start talking into that device, it will be recording your voice and you can leave me up to a 90 second voicemail for whatever questions or whatever comments you have. And I will absolutely get the notification for that and I will reply to you right away. Thank you so much for listening today. I love that you're here. I love you. Here is to another Business Fabulous Day. We'll talk soon.